Welcome to the Cruise and Flow Ministry podcast episode number one. Hello, I'm Charles Capps. In addition to listening to us from your favorite podcast directory, we invite you to visit our website at charlescappscrimsonflowministries.net. All one word in lowercase letters, charlescappscapps, crimsonflowministries.net. Our heart's desire is to share the word of God in power and in truth so that we may all grow in grace, thereby obtaining a better knowledge of our Father, Jehovah, as revealed through his scriptures and the words of his son, Yeshua, Hamashiach. Amen. And we look at Proverbs 23 and 23, which instructs us to buy the truth and sell it not. So whatever it takes for you to buy truth, once you get truth, you cling on to it, you hold on to it, and you don't sell it. Amen. And also we're instructed, as well as buying the truth, also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Amen. And we're going to try to do this as we move to the message. Our message today is going to be in the beginning God. And I guess most everyone knows we're going to Genesis 1 and 1. Amen. And it reads, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Amen. And that's a statement of faith. That's a statement that we need to understand that God created the heaven and the earth. Amen. Now, look, you got to ask yourself, where's your faith? Where's your belief at during this? Did God create the heavens and the earth? Or do you try to couple creation with evolution? If you're trying to couple creation with evolution, I got news for you, friend. You're going to have a lot of problems because evolution is a lie. Yeah. All of these ages and eons and eons and billions, you know, I, I was listening to a advertisement for a television show about uh, how the origin of man come along and, and uh, it declared it was history. It's not history. It's somebody's belief. It's somebody's understanding that that's the way it happened. But there is no absolute concrete scientific knowledge that it happened that way. Amen. But now what we have is faith to believe that God created the heavens and the earth. And if he did that and we have our faith in him, we must take him at his word. I personally, I believe the whole word of God to be true. I believe that anything that our father told us is true. I believe anything he set in motion is true. Amen. And that it didn't take all these billions and billions and billions of years to come up with what we got today. A whole lot of people on this little planet calling, uh, telling God how to run it and how to do it and how we believe it. And we got to go back to the origin. We've got to go back to the beginning. In the beginning, God. And we need to stand on that. Amen. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And there's no other creation. There's no other thing that happened. There's no black hole explosion, all of these other things. That's just takes more faith to believe all that junk than to believe that God created the heavens and the earth. Amen. And then we've got a, a backup scripture in Hebrews 11 and 3 through faith. Now, how are we doing this? Through faith. Now, are we going to believe this because of our faith? Yes. Or are we not going to believe it because of our disbelief? So if you're going to have the word of God, we should have some faith in what God tells us to do. Now, faith uh, uh, is the substance of things hoped for, 
the evidence of things not seen, Hebrews 11 and 1. And then in verse 3 it says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Amen. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, what we're looking at, it didn't have anything until God said, let it be so. Somebody say amen. Everything that we're looking at, it didn't have its purpose, its being, its creation until God said, let it be so. Amen. So now, having understood that we stand on faith in the word of God, and we understand that God created everything, let's go back through the first chapter of Genesis. And verse 2 says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the earth and of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, verse 3, Let there be light. And there was light. God said it, immediate results. Amen. Didn't take billions and eons of time. And God saw the light, that it was what? Good. Verse 4. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Amen. And friends, I just got to tell you, that's a 24-hour period. That's not thousands of years. Or a day with the Lord is a thousand years, a thousand years. You no. Know, it's a 24-hour period from the evening sunset to the morning to the day back to the other sunset. Amen. Now, and God said, verse 6, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And we'll, we'll get into this another time. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. God divided it, it was so. Amen? And God called the firmament heaven in the evening and in the morning were, what, the second day. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. Amen? Verse 10, and God called the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters called he seas and God saw that it was good. Folks, we need to understand, God don't make no junk. Amen? When he says, let it happen, it happens, and, and, and there is no junk. So, uh, everything God does is correct, because he did it, and that's the way he wanted it. Can you say amen? All right. And God said, verse 11, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And we have the trees, we have the seed. We have a little acre and it grows into a great big oak tree. Amen. The seeds within itself. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after its kind. And God saw that it was good. And the evening. And the morning were the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. 
Here's how we're going to measure some time here. Verse 15, And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. And God set, and God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness and God saw that it was good and the evening and the morning were the fourth day now we got to go back and look a lot of people probably never considered this there was light on the first day God said let there be light and there was light but now here we are he's creating the sun and the moon and stars and um, to rule over the the day and over the night and that's not the same light so what is that light we'll get into that in another episode what that light is amen and uh, you um, if you did not know the fourth day was when the Sun was made in the moon not the first day when there was he said let there be light okay moving on and God said let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven and god created great whales and every living creature that moveth which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind and god saw again that it was good amen and god blessed them saying be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let fowl multiply in the earth. Amen. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beasts of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And verse 25, And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth, upon the earth after his kind and God saw that it was good amen again God's not making no junk amen now verse 26 and God said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth now, you know, we get so distracted in not wanting to believe the Bible. We want to get, we get so distracted in not wanting to keep the Word of God. And we get so distracted in not having faith in the way God said things were. Amen? So we're always looking. And, you know, and some of these people that are always looking, I got to tell you, they got all kinds of education. They have, they have, they have more than DDs, MDs all these kind of things after their names um, then you can shake a stick at but that don't make them right and anytime they go against what God said they're wrong because God is always right can we say amen God's not wrong and he's always right so anytime you have somebody picking up a philosophy and trying to prove something and, and uh, if it goes against what God said they are wrong and this verse here said you know people have all of these doctrines about oh there are other worlds with other people and god's talking to the people from another planet 
we know who God is talking to, and we'll get into that in a future episode. Amen. Yes, amen. So let's look at the sum of the matter here in verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them. Amen. So we are creations of our Father. We're in his image. Amen. And we ought to do something to please him, walk with him, talk with him. Amen. Keep his commandments. Now, verse 28. And God blessed them. Who are, who's being blessed? Well, of course, Adam and Eve, the first uh, man and woman. And God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Amen. And subdue it and have dominion over the fish and the sea and over the fowl and of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And then here we go. You know, this word replenish. People look at that. Of course, all they're doing is just reading English, you know, without any study, without any knowing what it is. And, you know, and, and I just got to tell you um, that having gotten away from Hebrew versions of the Bible and learning a little something about Hebrew and learning a little something about the words of the Hebrew and what they mean, we, we've lost so much, so much. And and you know, I, I've heard it said that uh, you can't uh, you can't interpret a Hebrew Bible with a Greek mind, and it's so true. Uh, all the people who want to learn the Greek, you know, we need to go back to the origin to the Hebrew. Amen. And enough. We'll get on that later. Also, now this word replenish, according to Strong's Concordance, Hebrew word is malay, and that means to be full. That means fullness, abundance. So let's look at replenish here. Does that mean that the, the world was uh, habit, inhabited at one time and God uh, uh, blew it apart and that's why it was without form and darkness? No. What that means is when he said replenish, amen, he's given a commandment to the man and to the woman. Now they'll live, but they don't plenish the earth. Amen. Their, their living and their passing didn't do a thing to replenish the earth amen but now their children them having children amen and their children having children amen and their children's children having children and throughout history is the replenishing of god's commandment amen replenish the earth now in verse 29 and god said behold I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tr uh, tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat. So God gave us things to eat. Amen. And then in verse 30, he says, And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have, life I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. 
So the old cow was giving meat, different meat from what we got. Amen. And we, we've got the fruit of the trees to eat, and the old cow's got the grass of the pasture. And, you know, you might say, well, look, look at that poor old cow out there having to eat grass all of its life. But let me tell you, let me tell you, that's good meat to that cow. Amen. God made it, and it's so. That cow is happy eating that hay and that grass. Praise Jehovah. Amen. In verse 31, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Amen. Now, we're going to visit with um, chapter 2 a little bit. And the reason we're doing that is because, see, back in the, the when the Bible was written, there were no chapter breaks. There were no uh, chapters and verses, and this was added later through uh, different uh, editions of the Bible, and it's a good thing, but unfortunately, the people who did the chapter breaks and verses didn't know when the story ended. This is not the end of our story. It continues, and so we'll look at chapter 2 here for a few verses as the, the story continues of creation. Now, Chapter 2, verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And then people look at that word heavens, and they think there's a whole lot of them. And um, then it goes in, but there's not. There's the heavens, heaven or heavens, it's the same. And then on the seventh day, verse 2, on the seventh day God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God had created and made. Amen. And folks, we got all kinds of people today telling God how to do it yet. You know, okay, God, you're good, but look, here's how I'm going to do it better. I'm, I'm, I'm going to believe in my heart, which is exceedingly wicked, and who can know it? I'm going to believe in my heart, and I'm going to tell you guys what, uh, this is how I think about it. Look, this is not right. What God said is true. What everybody else said is a lie. Let the word of God be true, and everything be, else be a lie. Now, there's never been a replacement for the seventh day Sabbath. Never. If you are calling any other day of the week, especially I'm referring to Sunday, the Sabbath, you are in error. You can worship on Sunday and every other day of the week. Be a good thing. Amen. But the only Sabbath is the seventh day, Saturday. And if you're going to honor God and keep his Sabbath, you've got to do that on Saturday. And you'll be blessed if you do. But anyway, we're certainly going to talk about the Sabbath in upcoming episodes. Now, I want to look at, um, let's finish this little thought. Um, going back to Genesis 2, it says these, chapter, verse 4, it says these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth which were created in the day of the Lord, God, it created in, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Amen. 
and every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, all capitals, that's Yehovah, Strong's, H-3868, amen, the name of our God, which the Lord, Yehovah God, had not caused it to rain upon the earth, for there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And Jehovah God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Now, folks, this is, you got to realize that chapter 1 and some of 2, it's kind of like the outline of a subject. And then as we get into the creation of the man, it's not another man. It's not another time. It's not another planet. It's God explaining more fully what he did, which would be more like the paragraph or chapter of a book. Amen. So God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed, oh, hallelujah, into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Amen. So, I want to turn to, um, let's turn to Isaiah 45, and we'll go to verse 5 for a few verses here. Our Father said, I am Jehovah, I am the Lord, and there is none else. Who is he? He's God, and there's none else. Say in another one, he said. I am Jehovah, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee, though thou hast not known me. Now, I understand we're talking about a prophecy to, to Cyrus here, but I'm trying to prove who God says he is, and that everything he says, everything that he does, it's going to come to pass. Amen. I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee, though thou hast not known me that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am Jehovah, and there is none else. Amen. What's the rising of the sun? Well, it's the east. Amen. So it's what it's saying is here, that they may know from the east to the west that there is none besides me. I am Jehovah. Hallelujah. Now, he said, I formed the light, and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, Jehovah, do all these things. Amen. We need to have a little faith, folks, that what this word says is true. And if it's going to be true, then let us stand firmly upon it. Amen. In the beginning, God. Now, there's going to be more to come along, and there's going to be a lot more to say. But we're going to have to find a place to stand on our faith and ask ourselves, did he really mean what he said? Amen. And if he didn't, then we need to understand that we're lost and doomed. Chaos. But if he did mean it, if he did mean it, and he is who he says he is, then we need to serve him the way he said to do it. Amen. So in the beginning, God, and now us serving him with all of our hearts, amen, our soul, our minds, our strength, giving him praise, amen. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back with another episode 
uh, when Yehovah gives it to us. God bless you. Amen.